Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recorded live. Good morning. Good evening. Wherever you may be across the nation or around the world. Once again, you are listening to the VMware Communities Roundtable Podcast. This is podcast number 600. My name is Eric Nilsson. And with me today, I have my regular co-host, Matt Longeth. Today's Wednesday, April 13th, 2022. Matt, how are you doing today? Eric, I am well as usual. Thank you for asking. A couple of things out there. One, 600 episodes of the, the VMware Community Podcast. Congrats to all that have been involved in getting us here to those 600 episodes. A uh, little bit of uh, personal news that I was out there for and thinking about the Ken Burns Ben Franklin documentary series, as it was most things that Ken Burns does is absolutely spectacular. I, there Franklin. was things that yeah. about Ben Franklin that I never understood and known that I really had picked up on. It's four hours. It's broken up into two episodes. It absolutely flies by just like the Civil War docs do. Uh, I'd encourage anyone that's out there that has any appreciation of the history of these great United States to sit down and to watch that, that out there on PBS. But before we get to all of those things, VMworld is no more. Now we're over to VM uh, Explore. And we'll get to all of that with Allison Crokener and Sandra, our guests today. But before we even get to all of that, sir, my favorite questions. How are you? How is the weather out there in the West Coast? And what is the color of the bay? Hey, look, I'm doing fine. I'm super jazzed. I'm super excited because, you know, I, I love today's show, VMware Explorer. I'm just excited to talk about it, talk about the history of, you know, where we've been and really super cool where we're going, right? And I, I just love where VMware is going as a whole company these days. So this is going to be a fun show. Uh, weather today here in California, Northern California, it's flipped back to being cold, right? So it's like 48 at night and up to 60, 58 during the day. That's it. It's downright frigid. Windy, windy. I, yeah. I'm sure so, that you guys are bundled up like it's the Arctic tundra. I'm going to go out and shovel my sidewalk you know because uh, because it's just so cold up here and the, and it's windy and choppy so the bay is dark green and choppy and muddy because that's what happens to the bay in the northern california area when it gets windy uh i am excited to be here today to talk to you guys about uh, vmware explore on the show today as you mentioned uh, Matt, we've got Allison Crooker, Director uh, Event Marketing. She focuses on content. And Sandra Hahn, Senior Director, Experiential Event Marketing. Love that title. Uh, we'll start with Sandra. Uh, if you want to unmute yourself, Sandra, we'll chat with you about, uh, uh, tell me a little bit. We always talk about this in the show. And I know you guys were both on back in August 4th for episode 566. You're back because obviously we're going to, we're rebranding VMworld to explore. But before we get to that, we always do tell me the elevator pitch one or two minutes, how long you've been at VMware and what do you do? And then we'll get to Allison. Then we'll get to this whole renaming, naming, branding topic for today. 
Sure. So Sandra Hahn, I have been at VMware. It'll be 10 years next month, which is unbelievable to me. And in my time here, I've done a lot of things. I've spent um, probably eight years or so working in the partner organization. I spent, uh, maybe not, maybe it was seven, um, probably a year and a half working um, on customer references. And I'm uh, now been on the events team for about two years. And it's been a great transition because I'm able to take everything I know about partners and everything I learned about customers and references and how that all really folds into um, the overall event experience. So I'm excited to be heading into an in-person event. So this is my first uh, behind the scenes uh, planning for an in-person event uh, for VMware Explore. Yeah. First time, first, first event, first time during person for me. Well, that's neat, your history from the partner marketing space, because if you really look at VMworld and now VMware Explore is a big partner marketing thing. Like there is a lot of partners that come into this ecosystem and make the show what it is. So that that's that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Allison, uh, again, you're a, you're a regular, one of my favorite long-term regulars. Tell us a little about yourself. How long have you been here? What do you work on? Sure. Um, I've been at VMware for four years. This is my fifth annual event, so four VMworlds and now the first VMware Explorer. Um, my history is all about event content. So for the last 20 years, I've been working in event content focused on speaker management, session curation, topic generation, event strategy, things like that. Yeah, great. So out of the blue, or at least the blue for everybody that's listening to this mostly, or at least the least, uh, probably 90% of the people, we announce VMworld Explore, right? Which I think was a pretty big shock to everybody when they heard about it. I think behind the scenes, we've been hearing about it for, you know, several months as the planning was going on. But when this dropped, uh, you know, everybody looked around and said, who, who wants to tell us a little bit of history of, you know, where are we going with this? Why the name change? Is it a whole event change or name change? Why don't we start with name change? Well, I, I would say it's more than a name change. It is a brand new event. And that is why it has a different name. So, um, you know, VMworld is obviously loved by many. Um, and, you know, it had its, its moment and its time with us. But as we as a company looked ahead to our next chapter, it was important for our biggest moment with our customers and partners to also reflect that next chapter. And so um, with that, there was a lot of thought put into this change. There was a lot of thought put into, you know, what does it mean and, and, and how does it come to fruition? But yes, um, VMware Explore is a brand new event for us as a company. And we're really excited to debut it to everyone in person in August in San Francisco. That's interesting. I look at, um, you know, the products that we are moving into, right? And, you know, there's a couple of big pushes for VMware, right? One is everything's SaaS, right? All deliverable on all clouds, multi-cloud services, right? Where, and if you look at what you what it takes to run a multi-cloud, it's not just VMs, right? VMs is certainly a component of it. We still run VMs across, you know, uh, Azure, Amazon, and all that. But if you look at the layers above the VM, they're significant, right? Between, you know, network and storage is just still at the platform layer. But then you layer on to all the management services that are available to run multi-cloud. Uh, it is one of these things that you, you, you look at where VMware was with, 
even VM in the wear, right? It's like, if you look at all our products now, probably only 20% of our products are, you know, really tied directly to VMs, right? They're, 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 they're management across clouds. Matt, don't you, do you see this as something logical? You, you could see some truly giant customers of ours that from a consumption standpoint, don't do anything with VMs. I, I think of some of our uh, Workspace ONE customers, uh, cloud health that, that might be out there. Um, what we have as far as carbon black footprint. Now, uh, Avi Networks, right? Where Avi, yes, it's deployed as a VM, but and Avi is consuming the service. But let's say non-core vSphere services. We have this whole entire product portfolio now that is so much above and beyond what virtualizing on-premises infrastructure was. Right? It, it, it's so much more than just the, the company as a whole from where our legacy was and now how it's in developing out into all of these other separate business units and how those services are being delivered and consumed by our, our consumers and our customers and even our, our product partners, right? And how the, those product partners are taking those services and then reselling them off. So yeah. really it's, it's a fundamental change that we've seen that, that that's shifted here within the last couple of years and, and how um, our products are, are being delivered and then consumed within the marketplace. Yeah. And perhaps, I don't want to overspeak here to Allison and Sandra, but the, re- the, the event uh, might be reflecting that. Yeah. And I don't know, Eric, you wanted to say something, but I I was going to kind of tag on to what Matt was saying. Yeah, I'll I'll jump in a little bit before Matt goes too crazy in that if I look at the telco industry, for instance, like there's still VMs as a part of it. The Zelcos are actually putting VM deployments on telephone poles, right? Like if you look at the bill, so there are still VMs as part of the solution. But if you talk to the telco people, they're not just talking about VMs. VMs is like, that's like saying you got a CPU somewhere, right? Yes, you have a CPU somewhere, you have memory and some other stuff that makes the telephone pole, you know, do computing. But what they actually look at when they're, you know, inventing new solutions is a lot of other layers, right? Not, and the VM is kind of just like table stakes, right? That you go in. And I think VMs have been table stakes for quite a number of years now. So it's not that they're not important. I still think that we'll still talk about VMs. We're still obviously hundred percent committed to VM technology and moving that forward. And I'm sure the event will have some amount of VM stuff in it. But there is this, it's table stakes, and there's a lot of other things going on now to build. You We're know, helping them generate a utility, right? I, 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 I do want to say to that point, sorry, Eric, that we are absolutely thrilled and excited to welcome all of our previous VMworld attendees to join us at VMware Explore, right? That is, so to your point, like that will always be foundational to what we are and who we are. But what this new event signifies is exactly what you've talked about, right? Like our our hope is that um, people who come experience this as the center of the multi-cloud universe, right? So, and, and that is a part of it, but it is more than just that. And that is a lot of what is behind launching a new event. And Allison, I know you had a comment too. Yeah, because I was going to say everything that Matt was talking about and Eric, as you mentioned, like the trusted partnership that we have with 
thousands of companies, right? The largest companies in the world is very valuable. And our VMs and our vSphere, and as our vSphere launches into a SaaS uh, product, you know, all of those things are going to be captured at VMware Explore. And, right, we also have, as Matt said, an amazing portfolio of non-VM related product and also thought leadership, also um, partners and customers who are really at the cutting edge of using those products and services, management services that VMware offers. VMware Explore is allowing people who maybe don't know that to actually explore and learn about all of it through our content. And the people that are familiar with us, which is you know hundreds of thousands, can come and get information about their current usage, right? They can come and meet their experts and talk about the products and the features that they want to get more information on um, or solutions for. And they can come and also learn and move along kind of the spectrum, right, and into their own third chapter um, where they're getting to learn about cloud, cloud architecture and how to become a platform operator and what, what is that. And so it's really for, like Sandra said, for our, you know, core sysadmins who have specific issues that want to meet with those experts who want to move along their career path and become, you know, different and evolve. Um, and as well as some new people who may not know how great VMware is. So um, and I it's going to be really exciting. I was going to say, I think one of the things I'm most excited about for this event is all of the outside perspective that we're going to bring in to help bring that to life, right? I mean, because to um, the previous conversation, this is this is about our partners, this is about our customers, this is about um, the entire industry. And so how do we bring that voice in to share with all of our attendees um, for that perspective to Allison's point on where they are in their journey, right? But I think there is something for everybody here and that's what makes this so exciting. Yeah, absolutely. I. I also look at like the moment in time here, right? We're coming back in person, right? Like we are allowed to go to events now. And I think some of us are trying to figure out what does this all mean, right? Like what what does my life mean, right? Like where, where am I going? What does work mean now? Like the digital thing has revolutionized how I work every people. day, right? And people, people we, are, we actually have to, right. you know, interact with real live human beings in, in person. Right. So I like the idea that the explore brand, it kind of says like, come not only explore new technologies and a lot of different technologies that have been changing over the last few years. I look at Tanzu and some of the famous people we have in Tanzu uh, product lines. I look at like there is an explore element of not only the products that VMware offers in these new markets, but also just explore what it means to come back into the, the 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 physical right and and engage with people and explore what your life looks like in a kind of a hybrid world now which I, I think is kind of interesting in the right I like I love that it's rebranded I uh, I love not branded because I know it's a new event but I love that it has a fresh kind of like this is new I can go explore and I can put like VM world and the old VMware back 
behind the pandemic, right? And actually kind of look to the future. And I, I think Explore, the branding is is great for getting me out of my house, right? And teaching me to come explore again. Do you, what do you, I, I want to have you guys on to, to talk just a little bit. And I don't know how much you can tell us of the, how you landed on Explore and the, the, the eyeglasses and the branding. If everybody hasn't gone to Explore, it's vmware.com slash Explore. Um, what can you tell us about how you landed there? And, uh, you know, how did that come to pass? We just had a dartboard. We just, okay. Through, through that. Um, <laughs> right. No, it was a very, it was a very, very thoughtful process. Um, it was looking at uh, what is, what is the state of um, the industry today, right? It was looking at where we are in our journey um, with VMware as a company um, we consulted with a lot of third parties to understand, you know, what what um, what resonates with them as we think about multi-cloud and all of the pieces that we're trying to convey in all of this. So we we worked with agencies, we worked with partners, we worked with customers, um, we worked with our internal teams to really understand at the heart of it all what is it that we are trying to do, and and what we're trying to do is just what you said, explore, right? And there's a lot to explore. If you're a developer, there are things to explore. If you are in security, there are things to explore. If you're an IT practitioner, there are things to explore. And this was really, um, you know, the word that captured what we're asking people to do. You know, there is a manifesto um, for what is behind the event. And again, it comes down to um, change. It comes down to how... um, how things are moving and where we're going and explore was the word that really captured the momentum behind it all. So um, I, I'm going to go pull up while you guys are talking the manifesto and I'll read it to you on a little bit. I don't have to memorize the show, but, but explore, yeah, explore is where we landed. Yeah. And then the visuals just took, you know, just took us from there, just to, really took it to life. Right. I love the visuals. I think it's really fresh and uh, wonderful. And I got to stop for a minute and just say, you know, this is a sad part for me. Right. But I'll, I'll tell the story. And for people that are listening and kind of uh, on Twitter grumbling a little bit, I want to tell this story because it makes sense. Right. Which is uh, I have four children. Right. My children were born. And for a large part of my life, 20 years, you're in this space of raising your children. Right. Um, and you get attached to your children much the way you get attached to anything that's a 20 year segment of your life. And I look at VMworld, right? And I look at virtual machines and we all get attached to that. We got to attach to VMworld and we watched it grow up from a little toddler. Like it was this little thing that we petted. It was a VM and nobody used it. Nobody trusted it. So all of a sudden it was, and we grew the history of watching our children grow from toddlers to, to, you know, to, you know, cute little 10 year olds to, you know, all of a sudden growing up pretty soon they're an adult. And then one day they go to college, right? And when they go to college, you have to transition, right? Because you're letting go of an era, right? It was an important era that we lived through. And not that we're saying that your children go away, because if you've ever been through children and had them go to college, they come home for Thanksgiving and Christmas and then summer, and pretty soon you're buying them more cars. And they don't go away. Things just changed. And we move forward with our lives. And I look at VMworld, and there is a grieving piece that goes on here. 
for most a lot of our community members. So if you're listening to this and you're one of these community members that are grieving, uh, this is kind of the, the the scenario that happens with all good technology, right? It grows, it does well, it grows up, and we transition. And I love the idea that once you do transition, you get excited about Christmases and your kids growing up, and you get to go to weddings and to you know ski events and other things that are just as rich as what they were, but they're just different because this thing has matured. And I look at, you know, explore and I go, yeah, I see this transition. This transition is a, you know, is a moving from where we were with VMware, which really I love VMware. I have the sticker that says I love VMware, where it was a VM world kind of centric space to a, it's grown up and it's bigger. And now we get to explore. And having said that, I'll, I'll now transition to Allison and say, so, so Allison, you are responsible for content. Um, tell me there is going to be some Thanksgivings, right? Like I, I'll still have my kids home for Christmas, right? I can still see some of the people that I've always seen. But at the same time, I look at Tanzu and I look at edge computing and I look at developers and all the stuff we do with Tanzu. If you've ever been to tanzu.com slash developer slash TV, you can go see like 20 different, you know, key people that are talking to developers, right? From spring one to all kinds of other things that are happening. So when we're talking about content, uh, we're going to see some new, some some old. What can you tell us about yeah. what kind of traps are going to be out there? Yeah, absolutely. We are. I think people who have been to VM Worlds will be able to come and explore the content that we have, and it'll feel um, like you said, like the kids coming back from Christmas. Right. You know, like they, you know what it is. You know how to navigate it. You know who it is. And you got some surprises, like, oh, I didn't know you had the piercing. Um, you know, you're going to be like, oh, <laughs> right. look, there's, <laughs> there are going to be some things that I didn't know about. But maybe I'll try that out. Maybe that looks exciting. Oh, I don't like that. I'm going to ignore it. I'm going to stick with my vSphere, what's new. There's going to be content for everybody because everybody is important to VMware, right? Like our trusted IT admins are some of our biggest advocates and we want to make sure that they know that they're still valuable. So there's content for them. And like you said, there's some really cool developer things that we could be doing and that we plan to be doing with you know, Twitch and Tanzu Live and different developer experiences and having pop-up theaters and a little bit of open source kind of unconferencing things. And I mean, the idea is to make this a much more, if you've been to our past VM worlds, um, you know, a little bit of it kind of got a little stayed perhaps. Well, now right. with Explore, we get to like really make it vibrant and bring content to life. So I'm really excited about doing some new things this year in addition to having our trusted valued content available for our trusted valued IT admins. So Matt, one of the things that I see transitioning in our industry, and me and you have talked about this a little bit, is that when you start looking at cloud services, which, you know, I mean, Raghu comes out and says that cloud services are going to be 80% of all new workloads, right? Like they, there is a bulk of workloads that are going to cloud and you can have your workload running in VMs on cloud. And we certainly offer those services. Um, but if you look at it, the role of the IT administrator, right? Um, and people that are making decisions around cl cloud services, like I think there's a transition of one, what the IT practitioner does on a daily basis, right? Because now you're spending time 
running AWS services, right, in the cloud or Azure services or Google services that we offer our own multi-cloud services for, but the role of the IT administrator, you know, starts to shift, right? And doesn't that shift what you should spend your time doing at events, right? Like that you, you aren't spending as much time in VMs. You are spending more time picking up cloud services, best practices, right? Uh, learning what they are, how they behave, how to use the GUIs, right? It's less about racking and stacking. So I think there's a transition there for our practitioners as well. Well, I always say that the cloud isn't a geographic location, right? It's an operating model. You could have it where you're taking cloud practices and you could even deploy them on premises. So it is a mentality shift for what is our, I would say some of our, um, dare I say, legacy operators or, or more incumbent operators that, that are out there for them to start thinking more about what those workloads mean, more what they might mean towards as far as ultimate business goals and so much of our time is spent just maintaining uh, status quo, patching, updating, and whatnot. And then when you make that shift, where now you're consuming these services, right? right where we're all of, I think of, of some of our models that we have up there, you know, VMC on AWS, ABS, and, and, and whatnot, uh, the, the Horizon DAS offerings that are out there, where it's more about the workload than the infrastructure. And when you make that fundamental change, it now also allows that operator to think of maybe, okay, what's the business impact? Or how can I now with that freed up time of where I was just maintaining, where can I be doing the improvements? And that, you know, when we talk about more of business process and, and moving forward and what can we do to you know, gain efficiencies here, that's where the real power of this, I, I think, from my opinion, where, where that becomes. And it'll, it's a fundamental change in an operating model for where we have been you know, building and maintaining infrastructure. And now we turn it over to consumption. So often I go back to the utility analogy here, right? We're, we're not so much about building the power plant and the transformer and you know, winding the turns on the model. We're now just walking up to the outlet in the home uh, or the factory and just plugging the piece of the equipment in, knowing that we have a dependable power source. And now that's a, a fundamental uh, difference now that we right. have for our operators. Right. Well, I like that this is shifting. And it also makes me think that who we attract to our venue also might shift a little bit, right? I think going up the stack in business who are consuming just, these services that right, we're now right. delivering out there right right sure. and and even executive uh, if you want to really understand how to efficiently run your IT you know enterprise right like that 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 actually getting executives in and listening to where we're going around thought leadership and cloud services. And there is a, a bit of multi-cloud that's important to a CIO, right? Understanding uh, what the competitive challenges are across uh, 
multiple clouds, what services are available, what your peers are using, uh, because now you're selecting cloud offerings, not just technology in your own sure. IT data center. Workload migration, you know, right. workload cost modeling, right? right. We talked about right. cloud health previously. I right. mean, what, does, what does this all mean? What does that mean for DR plans? What does that mean for refractoring applications as far as, you know, cloud services? It's a tremendously different landscape for the C-level of executives to understand what it is that the, uh, of the, the, the pieces of the puzzle that come together to deliver business services to, to their internal customers. So, Sandra, it, oh, oh, go ahead, Allison. I just want to quickly say that, yes, one of the things from a content perspective that we're tying into is that this is, there isn't really a multi-cloud kind of um, conference, right? Like we are the leader and can step up into being the thought leadership leader for multi-cloud. What is it? Why is it important to me from the executive standpoint, as well as to the, to the cloud operator standpoint? So, you know, you're going to see at VMware Explore on a content basis, a lot more of third party thought leadership about what is multi-cloud? What does it mean to me that will be relevant to the executives that you mentioned? Eric? Right. And I and and Sandra, I, I feel like the the brand uh, VMware Explorer allows us to attract, you know, executives in because honestly, you know, executives don't want to hear about VMs, right? Executives want to hear about v business value. They want to hear about VMware as their strategic partner across multiple clouds. So are we doing stuff now to attract, you know, the, the higher level C-suite to VMworld? Sorry, yeah, I mean, I to explore. I'm gonna <laughs> I know, right? We're, right? We have to figure out what our, what our, what our gotcha is every time we say that. Um, so we have always looked to bring executives to what was VM world. Um, as we transition and move forward, I think naturally um, this bringing in more outside perspective, this being you know about multi-cloud, we hope to see more executives interested. But in addition to that, one of the things that we're doing this year that's a bit different is um, we're offering an executive summit that's going to be part of VMware Explore. And so um, it is invitation only, but we are certainly, you know, anybody who's listening who, you know, thinks that they would be interested in fit the bill, let us know. Um, but we will be offering um, a separate, uh, you know, program, right, for executives that will be uh, run in conjunction with as a part of VMware Explorer. So, yes, we do anticipate seeing more executive interest. We are making sure that we're cultivating a space for them. Um, and the right content, right? Working with Allison and others um, for them once they get there. So certainly, definitely, yes, we do expect more executive interest. Yeah, on the partner side as well, when we start talking about multi-cloud in the event, like could we see like Amazon and uh, Microsoft actually end up coming to VMware Explorer as kind of, of a, a solution vendor for our multi-cloud offerings? We are going to be going live with registration on May 3rd, and you're going to see our lineup of Global Diamond sponsors, you That's know, cool. all those platinum sponsors that have already committed to coming. You are going to see multi-cloud presence 
yeah. this event in a very good See, way. And so people listening to this, if you put that in perspective, like VMware Explore allows you to not only explore what VMware has, but explore what the the, the hyperscalers, the cloud vendors can come and offer people that are using VMware products, right? And so it really does come explore not only VMware, but explore the cloud vendors in a multi-cloud solution environment. That's a, that's compelling. Unlike a, unlike a lot of the other events, right? So right. you can go to a reInvent right. um, and learn all about AWS, but you can come to VMware Explorer and learn about Azure and AWS and IBM and Oracle Cloud and I got to imagine the the vendors are are happy with that, right? Um, and the other thing that I, I noticed with this is that you know I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but Oracle made a thing did a did an event. They rebranded themselves like Cloud World, right? And yeah. I don't that doesn't resonate with me. I hear that and I kind of cringe because it's kind of trying to say that oh I'm Oracle and I'm going to try to own the cloud, right? Or I'm going to clone all. And I think that was a bad positioning as well. I actually like the idea that VMware is just going, no, we're working with all the cloud vendors. We're VMware and you can come explore with us. What does it mean to be, you know, running on these different cloud vendors? So I really like that as well. All right, Matt, um, the, the other thing that I, I want to do, and maybe this is really just a conversation with, with Allison, is we, we've got um, the content that you're building out, right? Uh, content calendar is still going to open up at some point. Um, the question, and now this is going to be hard for you, but I haven't really seen call for papers. Um, are we going to skip? I hear rumors. I don't know what we're allowed to say that we're just going to go right to content calendar. We have a lot of sessions chose and that we aren't doing the call for papers this year. So this year we are making a shift even in the way that we're developing the um, content catalog. And the first is that we um, want a lot of industry, third party customers and partners talking. I see. So you're gonna see a shift where there's more of that speaking about multi-cloud than VMware employees talking about VMware products in our live event. We still do have a digital destination where there will be tons of pre-recorded content um, from our VMware you know, SMEs who are able to go deep on products and features that we know are important. But for our live event, we really want others talking about us. In order to do that, we felt like we had to not do it the way we've usually done it. Which right. Is do a big uh, call for paper. Yeah, you got a thousand that. or two thousand. Right. Two thousand you know, you're, 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 Just from sheer inertia, you tend to end up picking all the stuff that you would normally pick every year. Right. Right. So, for a lot of reasons that that we wanted to try to change that, so we did not do a large call for proposals. What we have is on the VMware.com Explore website, we do have a little short, are you interested in speaking at VMware Explore? Tell us who you are, tell us what your idea is, and then we'll take that information. It's not a long call for proposals with pages and pages of questions. So we do have that outlet for those who are interested in speaking, and we will be looking at those submissions and then include them into a more curated experience that we're working with uh, VMware and our partners and our customers um, on. 
Awesome. Well, for that end, I, I think about exploring, right, you know, in the, the travel sense. And sometimes it's great to have a home base that, that you can go out once you're in country, so to say, and then start to go out and see what's new in these opportunities. So without revealing so much, when I think of the VM world of PaaS, I, I think of some you know, key components, right? I think of, of, of Pat or, or Goo up on stage for the main keynote, and then the individual BUs with, with their solutions roadmaps and where, where the product might be heading, and some long-term you know, guidance, and maybe some tech previews and whatnot. And then, as you had spoke to, the, the SMEs coming out and delivering those services. And, of course, the, the large community com component that, that is out there that is part of this event. So it, is this going to be a total mix-up, or, or is a keynote maybe not even in the cards? What, can, what of, of that of that you can speak to, what are some of those elements out there that we might be able to familiarize ourselves with as far as that home base yeah. for those of us that have been to the event before to try to orient ourselves to what is now VMware Explore. Yeah, from a content standpoint, you will be familiar with the structure. You know, Ragu is going to kick off, you know, day one of the conference, just like we always have had. Um, we are going to then click one level down into more solution keynotes um, that will go into more detail about the strategy that VMware is um, now pursuing and it is now uh, going on, the journey that we're going on. And then we will click even further down into more discussions about specific uh, solution suites. Hopefully those are more case studies by our customers and discussions of solutions to problems that our partners, customers are also facing. So it'll, it'll, it will be very familiar in agenda and structure. You know, we'll have, Sandra can talk about the parties and the welcome receptions that will be very familiar and the solutions exchange. You know, there's still a familiarity there, like you said, that home base. But kind of going back to that piercing, right? Like you're still, you're going to be able to be like, oh, look, this, these are some new partners that are in the solutions exchange. Oh, look, these are some new speakers that we never had them come before to a VM world. Like there'll be some surprises that happen within that that home base. Allison, so I, I have to smile because. I live through all this. I had four children. It's always a new boyfriend and a new girlfriend who comes home from college. So there you go. There you go. That's right. I mean, to add to add to that, right? Um, yes, I think that there are going to certainly be familiar elements. We're going to have a party, right? So there's always the fun to look forward to. But you know, beyond that, I think what you can expect is. Um, more of a focus on what I'll call community. And, and that's there's a lot of words that can be used to define this, but how do we bring the experiences um, and make them available for everybody? And that's what I mean by community. So, um, you know, Allison, you and I talked a lot about this, right? How do we bring some of the content out from behind closed doors? And so I think that's going to be some of the differences you're going to see is that um, the, the experience is going to live in bigger ways and it's going to live in more fluid ways. And so how do we bring 
um, different people together, right? Who have a common interest um, in some of the other elements. So it, it's going to feel a little bit different from some of those perspectives as well. So yes, certainly key anchor um, moments, key anchor formats, but also expect to be, as Allison said, surprised, right? In some ways around how we're bringing this experience of VMware Explorer to you. The other thing that uh, I wanted to get before we run out of time here is, uh, and thank you guys for being here. I know your time is super precious because you guys are probably super busy. Um, but when we talk globally, right, and we talk about Asia and we talk about Europe, uh, can we talk about Explore from that perspective? I'm happy to jump in on that. So one of the other big differences you're going to see this year is um, how we bring Explore to everyone. So VMware Explore to everyone. Um, we will have our U.S. event. We will have our Europe event. But this year, we're also super excited to be offering events in Brazil, China, Japan, and Singapore. So, you know, more to come on that. The information is um, is up on our main page. But, um, you know, we acknowledge not only the challenges of the last two years, and everyone may not be ready or able to travel to our two marquee events. So we are bringing events to some of our regions to make sure that everyone gets to um, participate and explore with us. Yeah, and see, for me, that's really, again, little light bulbs when you when you go through this acceptance, denial, acceptance, kind of, you know, whatever the number of steps are for grieving, letting go of my VMworld stuff. And then I kind of get used to this new thing and I start plugging in, it's like, oh, I think we used to have V forms throughout Asia, right? And there was some conversation about having additional VM worlds. Um, but then when I apply that VM world throughout the globe, now I have like six VM, but like that to me was confusing. I do love VMware Explore and I can explore in the country that I'm in, you know, in the region I'm in, I can go and it, whether we run a explore in China, whether we run an explore in Japan, uh, for me, this kind of makes sense from everybody gets to go explore. And some of these explorers might be different. The, the content will probably be different. Certainly the languages will be different. Um, but also, you know, what they're talking about, uh, you are exploring regionally now what's important to a, for, to a region. So I, I think from an overall branding and scalability, this makes a lot of sense as well. Good. Yeah, good, good, that's good. <laughs> yay, yay, yay for us, <laughs> Matt. Even you, it doesn't. <laughs> right, <laughs> Matt. Uh, I, I will I'll ask this to, to both our, our panelists. So, one of the things that we often talk about, even if I think of you know as VMware employees, our effort to values being you know, two of the, the core ones there is the customers and the community. And to that end, you know, we have often think about the amount uh, of, of time and, and effort for some of our customers and partners that have gone to the previous, you know, what was the VMworld events. And we had specifically called that out in some ways, right? Where we had given elite status to, to some of those VMworld members that have been out there to every single one of those events and whatnot. And, and sort of saying in some way of, of how previous attendance was honored. And we had called out some, in some of those, those FAQs of, uh, you know, how this has, is going to change with a new event, right? Because this isn't VM world of the past. And, you know, this is net new. This is a new thing. This is, you know, everyone's hey, Matt, starting off at, at a ground level. 
I want to I want to try this first because I have to deal okay. with this. I have to deal with this routinely and as we, part of my job. Yep. So I'm going to heard gonna, back from set, the community on I'm this. Right? This is one of those I'm, that came Yeah, up. but I'm going to set the tone, and they've heard it from me from the past. You know, uh, one of the things about gamification and badgeification, and if I look at the you know little premiere statuses that we get, uh, what I realized is that from 2005 when we ran communities and you answered questions and you got points for answering questions, you got status levels and you ran up all the status but you know what what i found what about the new people like what about the college graduate that comes into our ecosystem and he's starting over he can never catch up to the people that did something so you know what we've learned we've learned that we have to do periodic resets to these type of awards and things and you know because they're soft programs but they're kind of not fair to the younger people that want to also you know or the new customer or somebody that just come due to us so from my perspective i like seeing resets of any of these prestige programs once in a while, so that everybody has a fresh, clean start on, you know, working together and accumulating those those status things. So from my perspective, um, what I like about, you know, the event starting over or the having a new event is everybody gets to come in at a level playing field once again. So having said that, now you guys can add what you guys think over the events team. Well, I, I thank you for that. I appreciate that. Um, I, I would I do want to share, right, make sure um, our alumni elite are those individuals that have attended every event for I don't even know when, right? I mean, it is. Um, so so we are still going to extend the same benefits to alumni elite that they've always seen, right? It's a very, very small group. And so we do acknowledge that, you know, 10, 15 year tenure. But to your point, Eric, um, you know, we are very excited to welcome back all of our previous VMworld attendees um, and welcome them to VMware Explore. And um, we will be looking at ways and, and, you know, more to come as we get closer to the event of how we can bring that community together. So um, that community is very important to us. And we do appreciate and acknowledge um, those loyalists and those customers that have been with us forever. But to your point, right, it is, it is a new event. Is it a, it is a reset. And so, um, you know, again, we are very excited. We will find ways to bring um, our previous attendees together, but we're looking forward with Explore and looking at how we can begin to engage with this audience as a whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah, absolutely. that. Absolutely. We, we can't be more, and also we talk about, you know, epic values and whatnot with integrity. I also like to think that maybe the, the other one is out there is inclusion. And part of that is that we need to, with the event focus, is being more inclusive of different operators that have not been that traditional VI admin that are now consuming all of these different other SaaS services that are out there. We need to be more open and welcoming uh, in multiple different ways for, for them to be part of this large VMware ecosystem. I would agree. I appreciate that. That's exactly right. So. Um, Again, right, we love and we will um, acknowledge and, and we look forward to welcoming all of our previous VMworld attendees, but we also look to welcoming a new set of attendees as well as we um, as we look forward to the, the event that is the center of the multi-cloud universe, right? All are welcome. Yeah, I like to look at it and say, everyone has the opportunity now to go to every single Explore conference. 
right? Like it's starting right. over again. <laughs> and if you missed it, because I didn't go to VMworld 2004, 2005, but I've been to every other one since 2006, I think it was somewhere in LA. Um, but then, you know, I, I could never be part of that little clique that had been to everyone. Now is everyone's you chance to get square one, square one, be there, be an, ex an explorer the whole time. And yeah, that, that should be fun. And if not, I, yeah, not having stars on your bellies, right. You know, and having your stars on your bellies, Dr. Seuss, uh, go read that novel. If you're here, that, that kid's book, if you want to, to learn stars on your bellies versus not, I like the idea that we wipe off all the stars every once in a while and, uh, give everybody a, an equal fresh playing field to, to engage with us. So I like that we are coming up to the top of the hour and I have to be respectful of your time. Uh, I'll go with Allison first, Allison, um, any things that the community can help you with or any things that uh, you feel you're, is going to be challenging for you that, uh, that that we should know about? You can think about Well, that. I mean, I think Sandra and I would say the same thing, right? We want the community to come and check out the Explore, right? I think they'll have a good time. I think they'll learn. I think they'll be able to get professional development because we're also covering that as well. Um, as well as their on-the-job kind of training. So you'll be able to explore what you currently do and what you maybe in the future would like to be doing. Um, so, yeah, that's the biggest thing for me. Is I know, I know that we, we have mentioned on this podcast last week and so forth that the community team, the experts, and social media team is all in this year. We were, we were questioning whether we put everything into it you know, or do we, do we think about what else to do here. But we have you know, we, we consider the pandemic, but we are excited. We have made the choice to be all in. We're going to spend all the budget, everything we can uh, to bring community back and have a great time with everybody. So we're really excited about that. And we all are in Sandra. We'll let we'll, we'll end it with you. A anything that we can help you with or things that keep you up at night. Um, nothing that's keeping me up at night, but making sure that our customers and our partners, um, you know, know about the event and they're excited and, and we're happy to share any information or answer any questions they have about it, but we're thrilled and really excited about the experience we're going to bring. So spread the word. All right. Well, uh, I know we get about 5,000 downloads a week now on our podcast. So at least 5,000 of us will, will know about it now and know that we're all excited and understand kind of, you know, if you have to mourn and grieve because your college kids going to college, uh, take some time and do that, but know that uh, we're coming back and we're going to have a lot of fun together. So uh, you're going to see a lot of friendly faces. So it's, you know, there's no mourning, there's evolution. That's right. <laughs> Well, thanks a lot, guys. I know that uh, we did this a little bit later, so you guys could make it. We appreciate it. It's been in uh, the feeds all week. So thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be here. Thank you. Thank you both. All right. Thanks Bye. a lot, Matt. We'll talk to everyone next week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.